You are listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N, so it's Think. This is episode 10, the first episode of 2017. Uh, we're coming off of a four-month break. Um, I'm Nicholas Rue, and I'm here with Paul Vine. I'm Paul Vine. I would say more, but uh, I'm still traumatized. So how do we... How do we- into uh, the new format. I think the easiest way is for one of us to pitch their idea to the other person. Yeah. Don't it, look at my notes. I'm not looking at your notes. notes. I can't read, don't, first off. Don't. First off, you're assuming that I can read. Well, yes. Second off, you're assuming I could read upside down. Okay, true. And my handwriting, which is very good. I'm looking at your notes right now, mm-hmm. and, and they look like, uh, like Farsi I told script. I you to stop, stop looking at my notes. Uh, <laughs> And I do write in Farsi. Uh, you don't speak it, but you can write it. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's yeah, like I read and write. Savant level ability. There. I just don't have confidence in my pronunciation. Yeah. Um. Um. um okay. So you should stop looking at my notes. <laughs> you don't have any notes. <laughs> I told you about this, and you didn't prep at all, and that's fine. Yes. <laughs> we didn't introduce the premise for what we're doing. Which is now um, we <laughs> now every week we will myself and Paul and maybe other people maybe not we'll see we how might it goes. need to find some uh, outsiders experts yeah some experts and, and some topics uh, we pick a topic to teach the other about while the other <laughs> tries not to listen too closely or just. Take the thing I was going to say, uh, listen very closely okay. and very intently, and take notes because there will be a quiz at the end. All right, I okay. You have a quiz. You didn't write notes, but you made a quiz. Yeah, I'm, well, I'll make up the quiz I, as I go along. Okay, good. I don't want to write anything else. I already wrote fucking two pages I, yeah, for see, what I'm, I'm going to teach. I you. make quizzes the same way that I take quizzes, which is knowing nothing about the topic Great. and kind of making it up as I go along. <laughs> That's. <laughs> All right, who wants... Do you want to go first? Uh, no, you... you I... Um... You go first. So I'm going to open this up by saying... Um, what were you doing mm-hmm. in 2005? 2005. I was... Uh, what month? November. Okay. I was 13. Probably high school? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably... probably 13... That might have been, like, what grade is that? 13? Uh, well, for me, it was, like, freshman year in high school. Yeah. Because I'm... Um, we, you had... I, I, I got growth problems. <laughs> um, I mean, that would have been probably... Middle like, school, right? Yeah, probably, like, 7th, 8th grade. 7th, 8th grade. Um, those were probably the... Like, no, that was before 4chan. I don't know. That might have been the year 14 when yeah. it started. Either that or I was just like, you know, I had my long hair and all my Zeppelin shirts. So do you like listen to like metal music? Yeah, dude. I love metal. My favorite album was um that one Blue Oyster Code album. Oh, okay. The one with Don't Fear the Reaper on it or the one with the one Godzilla? With, uh, <laughs> oh, no, it was, sorry. 
Blue Is Gold Greatest Hits. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That was my favorite album. What was the lead single off of that album? Do Ooh, you know? I think all of them. <laughs> yeah, they were all great <laughs> I think it was singles. all of them. That was a great album. Uh, I really loved the song um, Cities on in Flame Ooh, with, with Rock, Rock and, and Roll. Roll. So. That one was awesome. Yeah. Veteran of the Psychic Wars? I don't remember that song. I have a very vivid memory of being a, a kid and listening to Veteran of the Psychic Wars and thinking like, man... This is if someone, like, made a video game into rock and roll. It's funny you should bring up video games, because that is <laughs> yeah. uh, my topic. Um, I'm going to say some words. Okay. And I want you to tell me what you think of. Okay, wait, is your topic not Guardians? No, thing I, of Gahul? No, I told you it wasn't. Shit, all right. I told you it was I, not. Oh, you're fucking with me, all right. No, cool. that was just a, a, a unrelated <laughs> joke. That's a, that's, a, that's a free that's joke. That's not a good joke. That was a bonus joke right, that you guys fine. can file away. I thought you were getting future. into your topic. No, absolutely that's why I stopped. Yeah, all right. If I could talk for 30 minutes about yeah. Legend of the Guardians, <laughs> Alice of Gahul, uh, stay tuned next week for when I watch Legends of the Guardians, Alice yeah. of Gahul for the first time and film again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to throw in, like, there's three words, and I want you to tell me what you think of. Yes. Ultimate life form. Ultimate life form? Yes. Ultimate life form. Um, Dragon Ball Z. All right. Incorrect. Okay. What we were looking for <laughs> is... You asked me what I thought of. That's <laughs> yeah, not correct or incorrect. You're not. No, there's... In the canon of this video game, there is Oh, a, yeah. Okay. Direct ultimate life form. Ultimate life form. Now I do have to jump back a couple mm-hmm. years. Is it I'm Sims? Gonna, no, I'm gonna. Is I'll it, set it up. Is it Sims too? It does. Is be- it the mod for Sims <laughs> where you can become a god? It begins with S, but it's not. Okay, Sims. L- hold on. Civilization. It's- Wait, <laughs> an S? S. I got this. Simpsons. No, that starts with the. I got this. Hold on. Skyrim. Skyrim. It's Skyrim. Is it Skyrim? <laughs> Skyrim came out on 11 11 11. What year are we talking? 2005 game 2005. that came out in 2005. Yeah. All right. Uh, 11, it came out in 11 11? It came out 11 11 11. Uh, okay. I get that. That's the only reason that I remember. Yeah, it if it came out in 11 11. Was it set in 11 11? No, it was 9 11 11 11. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll get off that. <laughs> Before you get off on that, uh, Paul is actually attracted to 9 11. <laughs> I did actually see an animated GIF of, no. of a, a woman. This who isn't going anywhere had, good. Had put uh, the plane on one boob, okay, and the towers on the other boob, and then started smashing them together. Yep, this was a video. It was it was a GIF that I had, right. popped up on my Twitter timeline. All right, That's... so um, I'm not happy with how that turned out. Okay. Um, 9-11 was a great tragedy. Uh, 9-11 was a great tragedy. That gets um, you off. We don't need to do But 9-11, four years, after, four years after 9-11 happened. Okay, four years after 9-11. Everything changed. Well, four years in like two months. 2005. Um, 2005. It, isn't that when... All right. 2005. 2005. Isn't that when Half-Life 2 came out? No. Is it Half-Life 2? No. 2005. Let me set the scene for what was happening yeah. in uh, the uni- United States in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. I was like, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning had come out. Ooh, good album. The Sunset Tree had come out. Yes. I wouldn't um, find out about it for years later. Uh, a lot of like good like indie rock albums had come out that year. Yeah, it was 2005. But the shins were edgy. Batman Begins had come out that year. Yeah. Brokeback Mountain. Okay. Um, Is that when No Country for Old Men came out? I think that was later, but yeah. I could be wrong. 
Uh, House of Wax, starring uh, Jared Padalecki and... Uh, Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I almost said Gwyneth Paltrow. It's a completely different They're person. different. Different They're levels different. of talent there. Hitch had come out. Okay, yeah, I remember where I was so when you, Hitch you, came you, out. Yeah, you, you remember where we are. Uh, oh, the classic film, The Pacifier with Vin Diesel. Okay, yeah, I remember right. watching that. So you remember, like, just to set the scene of 2005, it was kind of a weird era. We're in that post-9-11 era. Uh-huh. Um, this was also the time okay. that a bunch of geniuses at Sega. Baby geniuses. Well, it's a different movie. Okay. Um, but a bunch of geniuses at Sega decided they should release a Wait. game. Is, hold on, I'm going to cut you off because I think... Are you going to talk about the game where it's fish with people faces? <laughs> no, I wish. Oh, man, okay. No, this Don't, is different. Because that right. seems like an ultimate life form. Yeah, no, no, no. So, uh, in 2005, just as uh, you know, the country is getting ready, like we're, we're fully in like surge. Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, we're getting payback for 9-11. Um, a bunch of geniuses at Sega decided... Were these geniuses what? babies or not? <laughs> they may have been babies. Could you please? Based on the game, it, okay. they could have been babies. Um, they decided to get together yeah. and release a spinoff of a classic uh, Sega Sonic. franchise. Sonic, Sonic the a Hedgehog. spinoff of Sonic. Sonic, Sonic Virtual Reality sim- Virtual Sonic Simulator, where no, it's, it's a game Sonic. that it's, well, I mean, it simulates Sonic. working at Sonic. <laughs> You have I would, to make milkshakes and burgers. I yeah. would play that game, but no. You're like the um, manager, and you're like, what am I doing? I'm, no, no. So I'm 50 took, years old. I work at Sonic. I'm that. surrounded by teenagers on roller skates. I should have done something better. I should have stayed in school. I should have kept playing guitar. Why am I here at Sonic <laughs> at 11 p.m. right before they close <laughs> trying to get a grilled cheese? This is no way to live. A family-sized packet of tater tots. I, I just saw a person sit in their car and eat 50 mozzarella sticks. Yeah, that's you, why are you watching me eat those mozzarella sticks? Um, so it's, a, it's a fun game. So 2005, the guys who created Sonic decided, what if we did Sonic, mm-hmm. but different? Okay. So they released Shadow the Hedgehog. Okay, yeah, wait, yes. Shadow the Hedgehog, featuring such great gameplay as basically uh, a 3D Sonic, but here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. Guns. Guns. They gave Shadow the Hedgehog a gun. Okay. And it had third... A gun or multiple guns? I believe it was one gun. It could have been two guns. Okay, what kind of gun? It uh, is an Uzi. It was an Uzi? (laughs) Yeah, it was some sort of (laughs) submachine gun. Okay. Well, Um, this was in a climate where, like, Grand Theft Auto was doing really well, Well, so here's what's great about it. Yeah, everything. And and, and I'll go back in time a little bit to set it up. But so Shadow was a character Uh who had been introduced into the Sonic universe in Sonic Adventure 2. Awesome. Did he have a gun in it? He did not. Okay. So Sonic Adventure 2 was a Dreamcast game. Yes. I didn't have a Dreamcast. No. That was the... The Dreamcast was the one that had the game with the... The fish thing The fish, yeah. yeah. Um, I believe so. Yes. But... Sonic Adventure 2, I did not officially play it, but I did play Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, which was the GameCube port. Okay. And it had some additional stuff. The plot of Sonic Adventure 2, because this is important for the plot of Shadow the Hedgehog, Mm -hmm. plot of Sonic Adventure 2 is that uh, Dr. Robotnik, Dr. Eggman, Dr. Robotnik. Is, it's Why does like, he have so many names? Because Japan... He and, does look like an egg. Yeah, but but he makes robots. Is he a robot? No. So is it a very old name? He comes from a long line of robots? Actually, makers? no. Okay, so that's the plot of Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> his, 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 this is great. So his grandfather, they Gerald, his name. Gerald yeah. Robotnik, okay. created the ultimate life form. 
Okay. That ultimate life form is Shadow the Hedgehog. Okay. All right. Yes. Yes. He made it 50 years prior to the events of the video game Shadow the Hedgehog. Wait. Okay. I got a lot of questions on this. Okay. Should I let you continue talking? I know you can. Uh, let me summarize the plot, and then mm-hmm. you can ask your questions. Okay. All right. So the plot of Sonic Adventure Two mm-hmm. is, which is not even what you're telling me about. No, right? no, no, no. Okay. Well, I, I could probably go. Into, I was going to go more into the character of Shadow, but yeah. like I can go over the game. I did watch all the cutscenes for the game, um, <laughs> put together. Actually, the Today game or yesterday, two days ago. Okay, fair. So it's fresh in my memory. Um, and actually, there's a really cool thing that they did that I would like to talk about later, but we'll get to that. So Sonic Adventure 2, the plot is, um, basically you have three different, you have two different teams. You have the hero side and you have the dark side. Hero side consists of everyone's favorite, Sonic, mm-hmm. Tails, yeah. and Knuckles the Echidna. Wait, you're telling me Knuckles is on the light side? Yeah, but he, he was. like he such was, a bad boy. Well, he's better than a Rouge the Bat. Rouge the Bat? Rouge the Bat. Yeah, bats suck. Yeah, so, um, but people did want to fuck her, like, a lot. Well, it's, I, <laughs> it's with a name like Rouge, and she's bad. Yeah. It's people like vampires, I guess. I don't know what she looks feel. like, so I'm assuming it's a I could pretty sh- realistic bat with makeup. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want you to change uh, that for a White fur is the only correction that I make. Okay, yeah. So, But otherwise, you're spot on. Yeah. So the like plot- a photorealistic white bat. <laughs> yeah, they actually just... <laughs> with, just, like, rouge when, you, when you play as her in the game, it's just like a photo of a bat moving <laughs> slowly. Um, so the, the plot of the game really is that uh, Shadow is trying to get revenge... For the death of uh, Maria. Mm-hmm. From West Side Story? Yes. Um, no, Maria is a Gerald Robotnik's daughter. I'm not 100% clear on the relation, but um, he created Shadow. Gerald was a good guy working for the government. He created Shadow. Shadow, Maria died. Shadow's trying to get revenge. Um, it's bizarre. Um but he steals the Chaos Emeralds because Robotnik is trying to power up the Ark Colony, which is a giant spaceship, and use that to destroy the Earth. Okay. And everybody basically teams up to stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. Even Robotnik at the end because they realize, like, oh shit, what I've done is very bad and it will kill everybody. Yeah. Even though his plan was to... No, I guess not destroy the Earth, but hold it hostage. You know, standard evil guy thing. Um, so over the course of the game, you find out that like, like Shadow has a lot of the same powers as Sonic. They're you know both hedgehogs. All hedgehogs have the same powers. Um, pretty uh, of sta- course, pretty standard. Yeah. Um, so that's like kind of the plot of that game. Yeah. At the end of that game. Yes. In order to defeat the big bad guy, mm-hmm. which is a giant lizard that has fused with a bomb mm-hmm. that's called Final Hazard. Isn't Shadow and Sonic teaming up? They team up at the end. They both become Super Sonic and Super Shadow. Okay, so in my mind, this plays out like Daredevil Season 1, or Season 2, where it's Daredevil and the Punisher, and just like Shadow's trying to get Sonic yeah. to murder someone with a gun. Yeah, sure. Is it like that at all? No. Okay, it's completely different? Different. <laughs> all right. But it's funny that you should bring up Daredevil, because I'll go into that. That'll come up in a second. Okay. Um, I feel that it's very strange that that's going to come up in a second. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going places with this. So, uh, at the end of that game, Shadow sacrifices himself mm-hmm. in order to defeat the bad guy. We think he's dead. Yeah. 
there is a game that came out in the meantime, like a spinoff, I, Sonic Generations, I can't remember which one it is, um, but Shadow is brought back from the dead. Mm-hmm. The plot of Shadow the Hedgehog is that Shadow now has amnesia, and all he can remember are like some scenes from his past. Mm-hmm. The world is invaded by these bad guys called the Black Doom. Black Doom's the main bad guy. Black Arms is the name of the like group. Um, and he's trying to convince Shadow to like destroy the world. Um, now, the reason I brought up Daredevil, or you brought up Daredevil, but I said it ties in, is because Shadow the Hedgehog, the game, basically marketed... It, it should have been made in 2003, is the case I'm going to make. Because yeah. 2003... It was, was off by two years? Yeah, because 2003 is the year that Daredevil, the movie, came out. Okay. With and, Ben Affleck. With Ben and Affleck. And Colin Farrell. Right. And... Jessica, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer, Jessica, yeah, Jennifer Garner. Um, and uh, 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 Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin. Yeah, Penn. he was Kingpin. Okay. Um, so, so that film, of famously. Course, we all know about that now. Yeah, yeah. Famously, that film was. Uh, Great. Basically, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Basically, soundtracked by the band Evanescence, mm, mm-hmm. who had released their debut album, Fallen, that year. Yes. Another band who had released an album that year was Linkin Park. Okay. I bring these up because Shadow the Hedgehog is yes. a video game yes. that is marketed directly at that demographic. Okay. So it should not have come out. But this... is there music in Shadow the Hedgehog? There is the music in the Shadow the Hedgehog. It is not. Is it Evanescence? No. But is it, it My Amor? It is like new metal. Okay. When you were on YouTube looking up Shadow the Hedgehog, did you see a bunch of fan cuts of Evanescence songs and then just the cut scenes of Shadow the Hedgehog? No, but what happened was I watched every cutscene from shadow the hedgehog <clears throat> okay um and then it recommended me only evanescence music videos nice you get 12 more minutes 12 to more minutes. explain all of this to all me. right so shadow the hedgehog is the ultimate life form. Uh-huh. we've established yeah this okay here's what i have a ton of questions about so dr robotnik yes eggman whatever is a human yes and he had a human daughter no 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 who's maria maria is like it's Again, it's not 100% clear, but my understanding of it, again, this is a cursory examination. I'm sure there's people listening to this right now that yeah. are like, you fucking Which idiot. Which they, they should reach out to us yeah, and, and, and tweet, tweet at, at me, us. Tweet at, at me. Uh, we have individual Twitter accounts, and we have the theme, we have the theme, theme the podcast yeah. Twitter, which uh, we use will that use one, for please stuff. Don't, please don't tweet at my personal <laughs> Yeah. Um, so tweet at any any major Sonic and or Shadow fans. If tweet you have, at your senators. Tweet at Thimp the podcast. Your representatives. Um, and tell us how much we're wrong, and send us all of your fan cuts to Evanescence and Lincoln Park songs. Yeah, please, please make some uh, AMVs. I guess is you can yeah, kind of call that's it. That's a thing. Yeah. Um, so of of Shadow the Hedgehog gameplay mm-hmm. set up to Evanescence. I'd love that. Um, so. Dr. Robotnik, I, Ivan Robotnik, yeah. and then in like quotes, it's Eggman. I think his like Christian name is Ivan Eggman yeah. Robotnik is how okay. they kind of... Eggman's not just a nickname, because he is egg-shaped. Well, so in Japan, he was Eggman, and in the U.S., he's Robotnik, and mm-hmm. so they kind of, in order to fix that that difference, they kind of just pushed it Made all together. Made both, okay. Um, so his grandfather, his name is... Just like how it's Mario Jumpman Mario. Yeah. That's why that Drake song is called that. <laughs> yeah, it's all about Mario. Yeah. Um, but his grandfather's name was Gerald. Gerald. Gerald, I believe, had a daughter named Maria. So Ivan's grandfather's daughter. Yes. 
So, so is that Ivan's mom or his aunt? No, it's it's unclear. There's no there's okay. no sex in the Sonic universe. Okay, yeah. Okay. All the sex related to Sonic takes place on the internet in the minds of horny people. We don't need to follow this. <laughs> we don't need to follow this trail down. Um but Sonic does like them chili dogs though. Um uh, <clears throat> What? That's a Sonic little... sucking on a chili dog outside the taste of freeze. Yeah, I always thought that line was uh, side taste of fries, and he pronounced fries incorrectly because <laughs> I apparently have a non-working brain. Yeah, well, that's why we're doing this podcast. So I hope that's your topic. Is just the lyrics to Jack and Diane. Yeah, uh, it's John not... John Cougar Mellencamp. Um, John Cougar, John Mellencamp, John mm-hmm. Cougar Mellencamp, or Cougar Mellencamp. Did he go by that? He went by Mr. Cooper. That's yeah. true. That's true. President Cooper. Yeah, I believe he corrected people and said, my father. That was my father. My, that was my father's yeah. name. Please so, call me Coogie. Yeah. So um, the plot of Shadow the Hedgehog, and this is actually a cool thing in the gameplay, is that... He has a gun. Well, there's that. That's excellent. Great. This is what I was missing with my. Yeah. Apparently, that was a fan request. Was that they give Sonic a gun, and they're just like, we can't give Sonic a gun, <laughs> but we can give this new guy a gun. Um, Sonic's too pure. So, but a cool thing they did with the gameplay is that each mission has like a hero side, a dark side, and then a neutral. Mm-hmm. Thing. And depending on which mission ending you choose, it would lead to a different mission. So if you look at a gameplay like Breakout. It's like a tree, so the first level is always the same. Then, depending on how you complete it, it will go to three different levels. And then those three levels also have choices that you can make. And then it continues on so that the end of the game actually has like 11 different endings. And you have to do all of those, I believe, and Mm -hmm. then you unlock the real ending. Okay. Which is when you uh, say you have to do all of those, you have to replay through the game eleven yeah, times. Yeah, that's, that's the, my understanding. I never played the game. Is okay. I just watched the cutscenes. Is it at least like that thing in uh, Metroid where the real ending is that you <laughs> see Shadow in a bikini? Yes. Okay. He's. I mean, he's naked the entire time. He's got hover <laughs> shoes. Oh, yeah. He's got hover shoes. That's oh, that was my question that yeah. I want to okay really understand here. Yeah. So you're saying the Robotnik family. Yes. Who normally makes robots? Yeah, mostly robots. They mostly are. robots, right? Yes. They are the Robotnik family, which yes. is an old Polish name for robot maker. Uh, I think it's Polish for robot Nick. Like Nick the name. Wait. But that's my name. Yeah, you're Polish. Huh. <laughs> I never knew. Uh, no wonder it's so hard for me to change a light bulb. That's for our old fans that still appreciate Polish jokes. Yeah. <laughs> There's one 60-year-old out there just loving that Polish the joke. Dumb Polak went that up the dumb Polak went up the, the wrong mountain. That's a punchline to a different joke. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the setup, but... I don't need it. I get it. It's funny on its own. But, so, they make robots. Yes. How, how did he make a hedgehog? Very carefully. <laughs> okay, and also... He's the ultimate life form? Yes. So hedgehogs are the ultimate life yes. form? Hedgehogs <laughs> are the peak of evolution. Like, in the Sonic universe. Have you seen how fast Sonic runs? Yes. It's then, faster than Usain Bolt. But that's not the oh, the metric of gauging someone's value is how fast they are. He's also blue. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just want Can you curl up into a ball and no, spin I and can't. go very fast? No, I can't. I just want to understand that in the Sonic universe... Yes. ...that... 
there is like a hierarchy of species, and at the fucking tippy top are hedgehogs. <laughs> no, not hedgehogs. This one hedgehog. <laughs> the, why is he the best? I, is I he don't the, know. Okay, so the, the bad guy, the thing, the giant lizard at the end of Sonic Adventure 2 is a failed experiment to make the ultimate life form. Okay. And he, I guess, is just very upset that he's not the ultimate life form, which is why that he's trying to, to hijack this giant colony right. in space and crash it into the Earth. So here's what I'm getting. The top species is hedgehogs. Yes, right below that <laughs> is lizards. Uh, again, one lizard. Okay. In particular. We don't know this though, because if it's the ultimate life form, wouldn't you assume? Uh, we don't like. Know. He's a human, right? And he's making a fake hedgehog. Yeah. So okay. So this comes up in Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. Good. Um, you got five minutes good. to All make right. any of this make so sense. So the, to the me. plot of Shadow the Hedgehog is this black Doom guy shows up and they're trying to take over the world. Mm-hmm. He's trying to, you know, the dark side involves, like, him turning Shadow against all humans, which is basically the same plot to, like, half of Sonic Adventure 2, which is kind of dumb that they're like, it's kind of let's, a good go let's to. do it again. Um, the good side is, like, he, t- he teams up with Sonic to do stuff, and the neutral side is he's like, I just want these Chaos Emeralds to figure out what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and you play through all those, there's different endings. Um, the final ending the last story of it or um reveals that gerald made gerald robotnik Robotnik worked for the government the government in this universe Mm -hmm. is called gun it's like the the (laughs) yeah it's It's fucking rad dude (laughs) yeah no it is like the group of United Nations nice. or something like that. Yeah, they were just like, let's call them guns. Is that like satire of like a military I, industrial complex? Yeah, I guess. It, but it but it is that that, very heavy that, that group exists mm-hmm. in uh, Sonic Adventure 2. In fact, the first mission is Sonic escaping from Gun's clutches because Shadow stole a Chaos Emerald from one of their facilities. Yes. And they thought it was Sonic because there's only one fucking hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Um, so they captured Sonic and he breaks out and they play this dope song called Escape from the City. Um, unrelated. Yeah. So. What's better, Gun, My Immortal or Escape from the City? Escape from the City, absolutely. Right, well, that's uh, a big fucking statement yeah, there. No, nah, that sure. song fucking rules. Um, so Gun is like kind of pursuing Sonic the entire time. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, sorry, Shadow the entire time. Um, and what happened is that Gerald kind of like either worked for them or worked for like a precursor. Um, but his experiments were deemed like too dangerous. Like the League of Nations. Yeah, too. the League, yeah. So they, yeah. which is, uh, I guess, would be called Glon. Glon. Good, good, gathered League of Nations. Um, it's bizarre. Um, so Gerald got shut down. His experiments were canceled. Yeah. Um, in attempting to capture him, I think, and arrest him, is when Maria dies. Maria gets killed by gun. That's very heartbreaking. And that's why Shadow has all this deep-seated rage for humans, is because what memories he does have are like Maria, who is like the only person who is nice to him. Maria! Um, being murdered. Uh-huh. So Black Doom tries to turn... So it's Shadow like it's a humans. lot like Memento. Yeah, it is actually it's basically the plot to Memento. <laughs> yeah, all right. Except the hedgehog. <laughs> Memento with the hedgehog. Um, oh, but that's the blurb. But what? The, the, yeah. But, so what they've revealed at the end is that Black Doom, the main bad guy, it was his blood that Gerald used to make Shadow, which would also then indicate that the lizard thing 
was also created using this blood, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense because Black Doom is this like weird alien species. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, if you take an alien's blood, you <laughs> add some science to it, yeah. you can create both a lizard <laughs> and a hedgehog. Uh, all right, yeah, okay. So, but um, all right, and that's pretty much all I got on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can, if you want to ask your questions, I okay. can attempt to answer Can you them. describe, I don't know if you did this earlier, what does, what does Shadow look like? Alright, you know what Sonic looks like. I know what Sonic looks All right, like. Alright, paint Sonic black. Okay. Like the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. Add some red, like, Guy Fieri-like frosted tips that's, that's, to yeah. his hair. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. And that's it. And yeah. he's, his, all his clothing is rings. Yeah. I can actually show you a picture, so but... It, it's basically if if Sonic were Peter Parker from Spider-Man Yes, 3. actually. <laughs> almost exactly. Hey, where Sonic always grins, shadow scowls, and has pointed eyes. Oh, let me see. Dude. Yeah, I... It is very much <laughs> Peter Parker, emo Peter Parker I like from his, Spider-Man I like 3. his little tuft. Yeah, he's got His a little good, neckerchief. Yeah, he's of got, yeah, white, that's cool. Hair. He's got hover shoes, which is why he can go so fast. Like Sonic uh, runs, yeah. but he's got like hover shoes, so he can like, so like in the game he runs, and then when you start building up speed, wait. So starts, it like, sounds like he's not fighting. the ultimate life form because he needs no, he is silly shoes, and Sonic's just like that good. Yeah, I mean it's it's impenetrable, um, but he does have like dope rings that he wears with bracelets and anklets, which is cool. All right, all right. The same guy voices both of them. Wait, that was the last thing I wanted no, to bring don't, up. Don't you just read trivia now. you got ten seconds. Tell me the last thing that counts. No. Yeah. Tell me the last the thing. The guy who voices Sonic and Shadow is the same guy who voiced Goku, bringing it all the way back to the beginning where we started with Dragon Ball. Ah, that's it. All right. We came full circle. That was pretty nice. That was a good aesthetic touch. Let's um, take a break. Let's have a word from an advertisement. Uh, uh, ad... I think a word, an advertisement can't give you a word. I believe you're a sponsor, advertiser could give a word, but an advertisement can't give you a word. Word. We'll be back. Tell me if you've ever had this problem. You've got a real bad craving for a certain type of seafood, but every restaurant you go to, it either smells too bad or costs too much. You go and they sit you under the AC or you have a server that's just rude to you. It's not worth it. What are you supposed to do if you want scampi but you can't find anywhere good? Well, I have the solution. Thanks to scampi.com, you don't have to go out anymore. Scampi.com brings various culinary preparations of certain crustaceans right to your door. Simply go online. You can choose from a variety of options to get just the right scampi to suit your personality. Enter your dietary restrictions, and they'll set you up. And as a bonus, if you go to the website right now and enter the code THIMK, T-H-I-M-K, you'll get 30% off your first order. And you'll never have to go to a lousy seafood restaurant ever again. Hey, I don't want to see any more, uh, any more Shadow the Hedgehog. Hey, please, Paul, please stop. Please stop showing me fucking Rule 34 for... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool. Um... Okay. So All right. So it, it's t- it is. Are we back? Are we back? Yeah, we're we're back. We're, we're back after a word from our sponsor. A word, a word. One word from our sponsor. <laughs> back from. It wasn't even the name of their product. So welcome back to Think. Good luck. Episode ten. Um, I'm here with Paul Vine. 
I'm here with uh, Nicholas Rule. That's very close. Uh, <laughs> we've spent the past half hour talking about Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, and now I know more about Shadow the Hedgehog than I ever wanted to. And hopefully, Nick will fill my brain brain cells with knowledge about a topic of his choosing. Okay, so... Um, can you tell me your two favorite movies, CGI, 3D animated movies, in which the protagonist is a thing that normally doesn't talk? Okay, so we're basically DreamWorks and Pixar movies yes. for the most part. Of the DreamWorks and Pixar movies that I love, my favorite is uh, A Dolphin's oh. Tale. No, okay. It's classic. Yeah. And uh, Maya the Bee Movie. All right. That's... Okay. So, uh, what do you think is the most critically acclaimed 3D movie? 3D movie of things that don't normally talk? This is CGI, yeah. A CGI. Does this include Japanese animation? No. That's... Let's say no. Let's say no. I'm very specifically trying to get somewhere here. Oh, man. You're, you're really cut out. I know, out. yeah. Like, Spirited Away is very high up there. Yeah, Okay. Howl's Moving Castle is no, very good. No, no. Let's say a Pixar movie. Let's what's say, the best Pixar what's movie the best Pixar generally movie? considered? God. Um, preferably a kind that's a trilogy. I mean, Toy Story is... Yes, the there we go. Are... That's the word I wanted to get to. So, um, but... so, so two of the movies that you just mentioned were... Cars, though. No. We're to... <laughs> the third one isn't out yet. Um, we're... To... It's good, but it's good, though. Toy? Toy Story? Toys. Story. Toy Story? Toys Tory. <laughs> Toy Story. And B Movie. Okay, are we putting these movies together? We're putting the first word of both of them together. Toy B. Toy and B tiles. Oh. What do you know about the Toy and B tiles? Oh, I actually know a decent amount. Yeah. But, but like, not a nearly enough. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's what I thought of. I wanted to talk to you about the Toy and B tiles. All right. These are two very different topics. So, I feel like we... <laughs> yeah, they are. So, I feel like... We know about the Toy and B tiles. I did my research. That's why I have two pages of notes. No, I'm, gl- I'm glad like because what I know intricate. about the Toy and B tiles is that they're just random tiles that showed up and they say something and I can't remember what it is. Okay, good, because I have all of that written Excellent. down. Excellent. Awesome, because I, I did long ago watch a documentary about them. Resurrect Dead? That documentary? Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so I want to set the scene for anyone listening that may not know what a Toy and B tile is. So let's say you're you're walking down the street, and uh, it could be possibly over two dozen cities in America, or possibly three or four cities in South America. And you're walking on the blacktop, you're walking in the asphalt, and you look down, and below you... Hold on, real quick. You're walking in the asphalt? You're walking on... Okay. You know, like a... I thought maybe they had just put down fresh asphalt. (laughs) That's actually very specifically would not work with how these work. So you're walking and you look down and you see a little rectangle, a tile about the size of a license plate. Okay. It has a colored border around the edge, usually two. And it says in all caps, four lines, typically toy and be idea. In movie 2001, resurrect dead on planet Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's it. Okay. Real quick. Yes. Where's Jupiter? Where's Jupiter? It's, you know, in space. Okay. Where are the dead? Um, on Earth. In 
buried or okay. not. Okay. So to the average mm-hmm. person who yeah. doesn't know anything about these, right? The f- first off, Toynbee is a made-up word. Okay, it's not made up of no letters. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you could say that for any word if that's your argument. Yeah. That every word is a made-up word made up of letters. Yeah, it's made up of letters. Okay, this is a weak starting point for your... <laughs> All right. So, 2001, clearly referring to the hit science fiction film. Yes. 2001, Space Odyssey. Right. Or could it be the year? It's not. Or it could be the year. Uh, but probably that. Resurrect Dead uh, is clearly a reference to the uh, major plot line of the, the hit science fiction film, Plan 9 from Outer Space. <laughs> Right. And Jupiter is the uh, Greek, Roman, Roman, definitely Roman, uh, king of the gods. Okay. So put that all together and what do you think it means? So in my mind, it's, yeah. it's this was a, like, these are like, you know, because they didn't have paper back in the Roman times. Right. So Jupiter yeah. wrote down. Some like things like he he was going ready to go to like a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, it wouldn't be a buster. It'd be like blockbuster because they didn't have the letter U in in Roman times. Um, and he was going to pick up some films, but he dropped his. So they don't have the letter U, but they do have films there. Yes. All right. But he dropped. You have his, a great grasp on this yeah, scenario. But he dropped his tile yeah. that listed the films that he wanted to pick up. <laughs> okay. Which was something called Toynbee. Maybe it's a, another film that I'm not familiar with. Uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yes. Uh, and he didn't. He wanted a movie where you resurrect the dead. I I personally believe because if he's going to check out 2001, he's got to check out Plan 9. Um, I believe that's what he was going for. But maybe he's looking for like a Night of the Living Dead. Or uh, like a Shaun of the Dead. Just something that's generally in the genre, Resurrected. Yeah, Resurrected Dead. Okay. Like a zombie film of any sort. Yeah. A zombie or, starring I, you could Jesse argue, Eisenberg. Or I think another Resurrected Dead film that's fun for the whole family is... Evil Dead. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Yeah, that's about dead Michael Keaton that comes back as a snowman. Yeah. He's resurrected. Yeah, because they had to resurrect him after his awful turn as Batman. Michael Keaton did pretty good as Batman. Yeah, I know. I, I just that I was that was don't, that's not funny. Fine, but okay, but hold on. So, so yes. that's my theory. Is okay. that this? These you are, think who dropped it? The the god Jupiter put his name on the bottom of a list. <laughs> he was just like movies I want to pick up. Toynbee idea. Are you wait here? Are you saying that planet is Jupiter's unknown first name? That he just signed it at the end. Planet Jupiter. Because it doesn't just say Jupiter. Well, or do no, you think on planet? I think is that's a, a continue. I think that's continued from the the line about the Resurrect Dead. Resurrect Dead on planet. planet? Okay. Like plan. So no plan nine. Because somebody he like overheard somebody talking about it at yeah. like a Roman bar. It's where like just that like, episode of Seinfeld you're familiar with, where Jerry scribbles the thing half asleep and spends the entire episode going around trying yeah, to figure out yeah, what it was. Yeah, and he's just like he goes around going caught rat, caught rat. No, that's different. It's um, flaming my globes f- of Sigmund. But but yeah, so he was like at a bar and he overheard and like he's just like man. I need, Jupiter you know, was at a bar. At a bar in space. In ancient no ancient Rome. Okay. And he was just like wait, so he dropped it in ancient Rome. Well, he's got very big arms. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because there are a lot of different. Yeah. Places. Well, no he, one. He wrote okay, it down a lot of times. We should talk about this. That no one actually does know exactly the origin of the titles. Well, I just there told are you the theories. <laughs> there are. 
theories of varying quality and uh, since. Mine's the, probably the one that can be proven scientifically. Okay, yeah. Uh, in what ways? Uh, well, you carbon date the tiles. Yeah. And it shows that they came from the year 3500 BC. Yes. Start of the Roman Empire. Well, shit, dude. I was gonna. I did all actually. This, I did all this research, but you just nailed yeah. The it. Re- yeah, Re- Republic started actually like <laughs> 800 BC. Yeah, you nailed it. All of this that you're saying right now. Yeah, it's fits right exactly in. what I yeah. have written down. Uh, if you go to Wikipedia in 15 minutes, you'll find that I am absolutely <laughs> correct. Also, check out the cast list for Original Sin, starring Bruce Willis, <laughs> and you might see a familiar face <laughs> playing Sin. Or um. Oh fuck! What was first the date? First date. Creep on plane? Was that plane creep? creep? No, no, that was Die Hard. That you were the guy on the plane <laughs> next to John McClane at the beginning of the Die Hard. Just, just go on Wikipedia and look up Nicholas Rue and yeah. see what films I've been in. Surprisingly, yeah, which has been removed now because uh, <laughs> because it's it was Die Hard. They checked that one. No, it was Die Hard, but they they didn't remove it because it was a lie. It was incorrect and a lie. They removed it because it was uh, not important. <laughs> okay. It was trivial information, which like what the fuck are you gonna put on Wikipedia if not for fucking trivial information? <laughs> I should just could delete the entire fucking <laughs> section on the word trivia and just be like, oh, this is trivial information. Ooh, done. Yeah, that's a good that's a good joke right there. I'll see myself out. Okay, so I'll tell you where you're wrong about everything you've said. Um, I got at least one thing right, and that it was a tile. Well, when did you think Jupiter dropped it on Earth? 800 BC. <laughs> okay, well, the 80s, they've been found since the 1980s. Um, several hundred have been discovered since the 1980s. They just didn't look hard enough. Okay. None in Europe, just in America mm-hmm. and South America. I told you, he's got very big arms. All right. Let's let's get past this theory. Um, you can defend it with what I teach you at the end. But so far, I don't think this is the winner, man. I don't think this is the winning theory. Um, they've been found embedded in the asphalt of more than two dozen U.S. cities and four cities in South America. Uh, the first one appeared photographed in 1994 in the Baltimore Sun. So the first one anyone ever took a picture of was in the Baltimore Sun. But not a very good. They've been paper. referred to all the way back to a uh, 1983 letter to the Philadelphia Inquirer. Okay. And they've been found in Missouri, Boston, D.C., Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, New Mexico. There's even one. Uh, there's one in Ohio in Cincinnati. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I didn't know that. I've never found it. Yeah, it's on uh, Six and Walnut. Six and Walnut. Yeah, I haven't. I've never went to see it either, but I think that'd be a fun thing to do. Um, real quick. Yes. It would be weird if it was found in Boston, but not in Massachusetts. Oh, did I do that? <laughs> I was scribbling these notes fast. So, I mean, I guess it's possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was found in another city, I think. Yeah, I assume probably. Too. I just got sick of writing down city names and yeah. just went for states. Or just why you started with the famous city, Missouri. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's the Wikipedia page kind of wasn't consistent because it said has been found as far south as uh, Washington D.C., but then also said they were found in like South America. America. <laughs> well, if you go far enough, South America, South America is really just North America. If you flip the Earth upside down, yes. 
So they're everywhere. No one knows where they came from. Yeah. Um, for the most part, they think that the original ones are um, only around Philadelphia. So somebody probably... They think they're either like a team of copycats. Okay, here, let me hit you with this theory. Yes. There was the camp movement in Philadelphia, I Mm. believe, if I remember. Camp is like an aesthetic? No, 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 no. Camp isn't like a group of radicals that uh, took... They were like... They weren't communists. They were like anarchists, I believe. Um, But it's like black radicals that basically squatted in a building and they had like a whole um like block that they kept to themselves and the city of philadelphia bombed them basically out of existence it's fucking awful like firebombed they brought in like the national guard and firebombed this city and killed a bunch of people um i think that was called camp well this just got serious (laughs) my point is is i bet they did it yeah and um Oh, man, I don't, I don't think it's called camp, and now I feel very bad for forgetting the name of this group. Um, but my point is, is I bet they did it and that um, the Philadelphia government found out, and that's why they got rid of them. Okay. Move. It was called Move. move. It was, I know it was a three, a four. But three. why do you think a group like that would lay tiles that said this? Not 80, 85 was when they got... Uh, bombed out of existence. Okay, but no. why would people involved in Move, which was what a black radical group? Uh, yeah, in it, Philadelphia, it was a uh, black liberation group. Black liberation, founded by John Africa. Okay, why would they leave a thing saying Toy and B idea in movie two thousand one, resurrect dead on planet Jupiter? How does that really tie to the message of like the- far left black <laughs> radicalism? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they could resurrect their dead. And all the black people can move to Jupiter. It's like Sun Ra. That was his whole thing. <laughs> See, he came from the planet Jupiter. Yeah. So they listened to the music of Sun Ra. They wanted to get back. And they wanted to get back to Jupiter. Because it's clearly better than fucking being in America. Okay. I'm not sure that you're not... That you're... I don't know how close you are with this one. You might be closer than I want you to be. <laughs> Because a lot of this still... If I turn up dead next week, <laughs> you'll know how close I was. A lot of this still doesn't make sense. Um, so, Toy and D. Do, yes. you, do you know what it's that... It's a last name, right? It's a last name. Uh, there's a guy, Arnold J. Toy and D, who's a British historian, is a philosopher of history, and his most famous work was a 12-volume thing called A Study of History, 1934 to 1961. Uh, 1934 to 1961. Yeah. Okay. He was just a British history writer. Yeah. What a weird range of years. (laughs) Yeah. But, okay. I'll accept what you're saying. I guess all the good years were taken. This is true. At face value. Yeah. No, this I'm not lying about. I got it written down so you can tell I'm not lying. Um, He also, there was also Ray Bradbury wrote a uh, science fiction short story called uh, The Toynbee Convector, I believe. Okay. Um, and it's this short story about a journalist is interviewing this man, and this man's a time traveler. It's like his 100, 130th birthday. And I think you're thinking of The Hobbit? No, 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 no. Um, it's actually kind of like the story for it actually seems pretty interesting. And it's one of his kind of like uh, deep cuts, I guess, because it's only featured in like, you know, uh, like weird collections, collections of essays and short yeah. stories. 
But it's a short story about a journalist who interviews um, this time traveler. And it's the first interview that the time traveler has given in uh, like a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Since he initially traveled back in time. So a hundred years prior to the writing of the story, this character traveled 100 years into the future. Okay. And then traveled back and told the world what he saw. Through the journalist, or did he just give a? Did he just tell people? He did, in yeah, he did an interview for a newspaper. Okay, back so then. so that he this interview that he did is when he told people. So we'll say the story takes place in like two thousand. It's it's, I can't remember exactly when it's said, but we'll just say it's not important. Yeah, but um, we'll say it happened this year. So the story would take place in twenty one seventeen. Okay. And it would be about a time traveler who hasn't given an interview since 2017. Where, when he did that, he traveled from 2017 to 2117. And then he came back and told everyone in 2017 that the future was amazing. That it was a utopia. Okay. That everything was like beautiful and splendid and there was no more wars. People had come together and, and built this like came, amazing future. He, and then he's giving an interview in 2117? Yeah, 2170. Which I assume the world has gone to shit because he fucked it up. No. Um, the world is actually that utopia. That oh, it is a described. utopia. Okay, cool. And so this is mostly built around him telling the journalist that he lied. In 2017, when he initially traveled to the future, oh, it was yeah. terrible. Okay, yes. It, it uh, was awful and he lied. He said it was going to be great yeah. in order to change the future. He said that it is dope. And so it was based around this belief that we have the capability to be a utopia if we believe we can and we work together towards that all right that sounds like the secret which yes I, <laughs> yeah but also like ray bradbury became a huge george w bush supporter in his later years did he so yeah there's so there i don't sh- really i know what's the one ray bradbury story i like fahrenheit 451 no, something wicked one. this way comes nope I don't know. I'm going to get past this because I have a lot more to say. All right, fine. That's and, important. And less and less time. You're supposed to be calling me on time. Um, oh, am I? I guess you could. But that's a hell of a message that you've got. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it's just <laughs> strangled with a chain. It's all about, I saw. It's, it's about Return of the Jedi and Jabba. The way the leg. Never Jabba. seen Return of the Jedi? I, I don't know. Did he not know about the Rancor? I don't know. Or no, sorry, Jabba being. Rancor, fuck up. Yeah, you're shit. fucking up too. Let's get past this. Um, you get one and a half beers in me, and I forget. I confuse <laughs> Jabba the Hutt for the Rancor. I got to go back and rewatch special edition Star Wars. All right, and then there is a third thing where do you know David Mamet? Yeah, the play, the playwright who wrote Glengarry Glen Glen Ross. Glen, Glen, yeah, Glengarry Baby Boss. <laughs> yeah, what made Alec Baldwin famous for uh, always be closing? Yeah, showing off his shiny baby butt. So he also, in 1983, he wrote a play called 4AM, which is also kind of a deep cut. And in it, it is about a talk show host based on a Larry King type who gets a call from someone who has a theory about how we need to go to the planet Jupiter and resurrect the dead in a way that's tied to the writings of Arthur Toynbee. And that this was hinted at and described and displayed in the movie 2001. Okay, so what you're now proposing mm-hmm. is that David Mamet, mm-hmm. uh, excellent advertiser that he is, 
created these tiles to advertise for <laughs> a, a the deep play, cut play, a deep cut play that he wrote in '83. That clearly, like the you know, it's a thing where like the advertising campaign outlasted the product itself because no one fucking remembers 4 a.m. by right. David Mamet. But it's probably put on in the back room of a their, coffee shop. Yeah, everybody and their mother knows about the Toynbee tiles. I don't know if everybody. Hopefully, after this podcast, everyone and their mother. We have our target audience. You should you should make your mother. mother listen to this podcast so that she knows about both Shadow the Hedgehog and the Toynbee tiles. <laughs> But so he said, like, this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. Someone just took my idea from this play and did it. And then um, the researchers (laughs) that were like researching for the documentary and are just like curious about this in general, because of course there's a dedicated online community to it. Oh, absolutely. Found out that, like, no, David Mamet ripped that off of something that actually happened. In 1980, someone called Larry King's radio show and told them that they had a theory about how to resurrect the dead in accordance with an idea from Arthur Torian B's book, Experiences, Okay. on the planet Jupiter. So fuck David Mamet for thinking he's original. So David Mamet basically was like, man, the internet hasn't been created yet. I can (laughs) can just just fucking make... I did this. Uh, And then he got called out for it. So that means that the dude that did probably call Larry King... Yeah. Larry King's the, uh, here's Johnny, right? No, he's, what? That's that <laughs> he's not... got the suspenders, and he's ancient, and he's had, like, 20 wives. The suspenders is painting he looks a like picture? a skeleton, and his face looks like, like, Beavis, kind of. Oh, like Bee, Beavis. Beavis. Okay, B, B, Larry King from the movie B <laughs> movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know how you're talking about. But real Larry about. King. Um, um, so, wait, hold on real quick. Yes. Sorry, and I know I'm, I should be watching your time, but... Oof. We're going to cut it close. Um, so, Larry, B. Larry King got a phone call through his antenna. Yeah. All right, I'm cutting you off for this because I want to say, yes, here's what happens, and I'll just, for your sake, to get through this, I'll just add B to everything. So, in 1983, a B claiming to be a B social worker named B. James Moresco contacted several talk shows and newspaper with his theory. His theory was that bees could colonize Jupiter with the dead bee inhabitants of Earth, which he came up with while reading Experiences by Arthur Toynbee, which apparently in the book, like, no one could ever find exactly what passage he was talking about. So real quick, sorry, I'm... The bee was, in the bee book that the bee was talking about... There, he said there was a passage that described bringing dead bee molecules back to bee life. So the person who wrote this book, is his name Arthur Toyn, or is his name Arthur Toyn B, or should it be Toyn B? Should okay. it be Toyn B B? I guess it's Arthur Toyn B B. Okay. Um, yes, in, in, in the bee universe where the Toyn B B tiles happen. Um, I think we have a movie on our hands. Yeah, I, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld should listen to this podcast. <laughs> and then weep for what he's done. <laughs> I love episode eight or whatever the election special was. I love you, no, that. you will not. I love it. It'll be like, finally, someone saw my sub- the subtext of what the I was subtext. trying to say. Okay. Like Hitler came into play there. Um. <laughs> okay, sorry, continue. Yeah, so it was basically the social worker who yeah. called all these places and said he had this theory um in 2013 this uh this guy named doug wargle who was an editor for the kansas city sun 
uh, he found a tile like 10 years prior. And um, when he looked at it, police investigators said that like they believe that it, all of these were done at the time, like all the ones around Philadelphia were done by one person. And so he found out about the guy that called into Larry King Live, and he looked up the only James Morasco in Philadelphia. And um, when she called, when he called, an old woman answered and said that that was her husband who had died in March earlier that year at the age of 88. And he asked her about the tiles, and she said he didn't know nothing about tiles. Another newspaper spoke to, I think, the same woman, but this woman said her husband died at 87, so... Well, she's probably old, can't Exactly, count. it's hard to tell. Old people But can't said count. that he was a carpenter who had no interest in Jupiter. Just... He <laughs> only, like, what? He had no interest in Jupiter. I thought he was a social worker. The guy that called into the radio station claimed to be a social worker. But this was an 80-year-old carpenter. So they assume that it was someone using oh. a fake name that called him. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. yeah. Because the guy would have been like 88 in 2013, so he probably would have been too old to like carry these tiles around and do the work. He would have been... In, in 1980? Yeah, I guess... That'd be, he'd be 50. Yeah, he'd probably be all right. They're probably a healthy 50. And I don't think they're that heavy. He probably could have done yeah, it. Because but, like, what, the size of license weight? That thing's probably like five pounds. Yeah, that's fair. But, okay, so there were a few other tiles. Yeah, there's because there's more than just the Resurrect Dead ones. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing main that I one. Did now. Yeah. But there are a few other ones. One was a... Um, <clears throat> one, it was like... Hold on, let me guess what it says. This is like Toynbee Idea. X-Men 3, United We Stand. <laughs> Zombieland, Jesse Eisenberg... Right. Jupiter. Alright, that was not... That's not even... I had good stuff to say. This sucks. Alright, <laughs> fuck you. I'm just gonna go through it. Okay. We so, can cut out all of what I said later. <laughs> cut out all the jokes and make this a strictly educational podcast. Yeah, we'll cut out all the jokes. That should be an easy, easy edit. This will come out in three months. <laughs> uh, so they think it was all done by a, a single person. Yes. Because the other tiles where there was one, there was instructions on how to do it, which uh, someone else figured out. Basically, you take the t tiles and then wrap them in, uh, what was it, tar paper? Yeah. And then put them on a busy street and the and uh, weight of the car, like yeah. early in the morning and the weight of the morning traffic will effectively like press it down. Um, and they think be there have been tiles demonstrating how to do that. There were tiles that was um, an address in Philadelphia. And uh, when people investigated it first, it was just like this couple who had no idea what the tiles were. They were like a younger couple. But they found out that it used to be the home of probably the guy who did it. So at some point, he just signed it with okay. his name uh, or with his address. And he was uh, like Servi Verna. Went by the, it was Servino, and he went by the name Servi Verna. Servi Verna. Servino Verna. Or Servi, for short. And apparently Servi was a crazy guy. One of the other tiles was um, just this really long rant. Like, he made little sentences and left three tiles. There was a rant about how the media was in cahoots with the U.S. government and the USSR and the Jews. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's insanely There's one shit. that's just this, like, I 
almost. I'm gonna actually do this. I want to read the entire thing because it doesn't. It's nonsense. So what you're saying this is the 1980s Alex Jones. Yeah, it's basically Alex Jones. But instead of like ripping his shirt off, he wrapped tiles in uh, tar paper, put them <laughs> on busy streets. So his main conceit, rather than the globalists, was the that, dead. Yeah. And I don't. I couldn't find anything to, to explain his like fascination with the dead. Yes. I thought this was just like some art that someone did. Yeah. But he seemed to have this because theory. Theory. From 1983, he would call. He would contact newspapers and radio stations to talk about this. It's crazy to me that he thought that the Jews were in cahoots with the media, but then he also wanted to resurrect the dead on Jupiter. <laughs> Right, do you want to hear this? Um, yeah, read this. Sh- it read says, this shit. Uh, read it back. A complex of four tiles was located at 16th and Chestnut Street in Philadelphia, consisting of four panels of barely legible italic printing. One transcription. One transcription of the message reads: Do you know who John Knight Rider is? He was a media guy. Yeah, he was. Um, no, <laughs> David Hasselhoff's character in the hit TV show. Knight yeah, he hated. He hated David Hasselhoff's character but it says john knight ritter is the philadelphia thug hellion jew who'd hated this moment's guts for years takes money from the mafia to make the mafia look good in his newspapers so he has the mafia in his back pocket john knight sent the mafia to murder me in may 1991 illegible journalist illegible then gloated to my face about death and Knight Ritter, great power to destroy. In fact, John Knight went into hellion binge of joy over Knight Ritter's great power to destroy. I secured house with blast doors and fled the country in June 1991. NBC attorneys, journalists, and security officials at Rockefeller Center fraudulently under the Freedom of Information Act, all illegible, orders NBC executives got the U.S. Federal District Attorney's Office who got FBI to get Interpol to establish task force that located me in Dover, England, which back home Inquirer got union goons from their own employees' union to illegible down a sports journalist who with ease bashed in lights and windows of neighborhood cars as well as men outside my house. They are stationed there still waiting for me. NBC, CBS Group, W. Westinghouse, Time, Time Warner, Fox, Universal... All of the coat of the Hellion. Each one were much worse than Knight Ritter ever was. Mostly Hellion Jews. When KWI, no, when KYW and NBC executives told John Knight the whole cloven, <laughs> coven gloated and joyous fits on their Soviet pals found a way to turn it into a, and that's it. Okay, I have two things. <laughs> yeah. One, how... D- who do I have to talk to to convert to be a Hellion Jew? <laughs> and join, a Hellion rabbi. And join the USSR. I love this because it, it reads halfway in between an Alex Jones rant and almost like an um, uh, Allen Ginsberg poem. Yeah. It's great. And I, love, I love when people think that they have things figured out. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, I know the real story, man. Also, I'm going to write it so that you cannot read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I just love when somebody's just like, I figured it out. The world needs to know. Illegible. <laughs> <laughs> when does someone have? Also, I just feel like if, if you have a, a, a point you want to get across like this. They make typewriters, dog. They make typewriters and also maybe just like. Look, look at it once, also, and then maybe cut out when you say Jew. 
Yeah. <laughs> or, or add it in more. <laughs> I mean, fuck, dude, in the 80s, they probably had uh, word processors, like, yeah. like a fancy word processor. It would make, yeah, you could probably, you could have easily just snuck into like the Philadelphia Inquirer or what's Philadelphia's big paper? I don't know. Snuck in, just insert that into the morning edition. I just think, so he had this, and I guess it's good that he focused more on his other theory. About the the dead being resurrected on Jupiter. Yeah. And then he also left one, yeah, it was like that, the address, the the anti-Semitic rant, and then an instruction on how to do it. So they think most of the ones outside of Philadelphia have been done by copycat Copycats, people yeah. that are just kind of like into the aesthetic. Of yeah, this, they're like, just like, this, this is cool. Yeah. I'm going to write up my own insane racist screed and put it on <laughs> streets. Yeah. Uh, you don't see that as much as you'd think. Yeah, I wish it happened more. I mean, I guess you get like some graffiti art that sometimes gets racist, but that's about it. Yeah. If he ever, <laughs> if your theory was he was going to the video store, Knight Rider uh, does turn up. Yeah. But apparently the only other thing, my final point, uh, and then we'll review, is that apparently the way he did it was he cut a hole in the floor of his car and just early in the morning just drop him. would just drop him. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's like the... Oh, my mom used to tell me about the redneck trash can, which is when your truck has rusted out so bad that when you're done with your beer, you just throw it on the floor and it <laughs> pops out. But yeah, I think the guy is dead now. Um, uh, probably. He moved away. Yeah, of course. Because the Hellion Jews the Hellion and Knight Jews. Rider were trying to kill him. Yeah. I don't remember that plot of the, the, the TV show Night I remember it. Third season, fourth episode, there's a guy who's trying to build a rocket ship filled with corpses. And then... I would love, I would love to, to dub stop. over an episode of Knight Rider where just like David Hasselhoff's just like, what do we got to do, Kit? And then Kit just launches into this like racist-ass <laughs> screed about the Hellion Jews. <laughs> and, and, and like it just continues from there. Like, David Hasselhoff is like, great. I've never seen an episode of Knight Rider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I think the way Knight Rider goes is that David Hasselhoff's character says, Hey, Kit, which is the car, what should we do? And, and then Kit goes on and, some kind of rant. Yeah. And, well, originally, and in the goes, original, yep. it's just like, Kit, what should we do? And Kit responds, the same thing we do every night, David. Try to it's resurrect the dead on the planet, planet Jupiter in accordance with Toy and the idea, idea. As portrayed trade in the movie 2001 a space odyssey hellion juice all right uh let's let's take another short break a real short break where we will uh i don't know play something for the listeners and then we'll come back and how about we just tell each other uh we'll have our our closing moments of our favorite tell each other their favorite fact that they learned yeah yeah the favorite thing we learned the like the the takeaway fact that they think is like this is the thing that's going to be burned into my skull for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. we'll be right back all right welcome back to think that's like think but with an m instead of an n so it's think uh, we just learned about Toynbee Tiles after learning about Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow the Hedgehog. And you just heard a message from somebody about something. Probably us. It might be us. It might be us. It could be uh, one of the 
few sponsors we have that yeah. are still willing to work with us after the uh, Gillette Razor debacle <laughs> of 2016. We don't. We we can't mention that brand anymore. Yeah. Or we will get in trouble. Um, we'll insert a beep over the name of the product. Does I will. I'll go back. I know how to edit. Um, it's going to be important. Otherwise, they will let's, sue us. Let's yeah. For all the, let's all, get off of this. All the money that we don't have. Let's talk about what we what 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 did we learn? What did what did I learn? I learned. Well, you um, learned a lot about. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you five things that I learned. Okay. I learned that hedgehogs are the ultimate life form. It's correct. Sonic loves chili dogs. Yes, we barely talked about that, but that <laughs> we, is very important. We a second on a chili dog outside the taste of freeze. Uh, <laughs> I learned that I think you have a, a easier time contextualizing things in the B-movie world than actual history. <laughs> Not related to what I discussed, but yeah, that is also just, a fact. That's just something I learned about you. All right. And I also learned that I gotta watch that crazy movie about all those owls. Yeah. What's it called? Le- Le- Legend of the Guardians. Guardians of Gool. Legend-, Legend. Legend of the Guardians. Guardians of Gool. Gal- Guardians of the Gool. Was it the second yeah. one or first Sorry, one? Sorry, Legend of the Guardian. Legend of the Guardian. The Owls of Gool. Okay, so this is just a shout out to Le- Legend of the Guardian. Shout out to there. Zack Snyder, director <laughs> of two of my favorite films of all time: Legends of the Guardian, Legend of the Guardian, the Owls of Gool, and uh, Batman v Superman. Yes, which you have the socks to prove is one of your favorites. I have four socks. Four socks. I wear them together. Two on, on my hands. Four feet. Two on my feet. Because you got poison ivy and you can't scratch. Can't not scratch. They tried to give me the cone, but I chewed right through it. Mm, you would. Now, now, what? Uh, what five things did you learn? I learned that. Um, Jupiter is a planet. <laughs> also a god. I learned that <laughs> those movies that is blockbuster buttery hands. was invented in ancient Roman Empire. Uh-huh. I learned that um, Larry... also Jupiter has really long arms. Yeah. I think that is the point. <laughs> well, that's it. Multiple um, times. Larry King wears suspenders. Mm-hmm. I learned that. Um, oh, what was the very important thing that I learned? The important thing that I learned was that. Um, David Mamet mm-hmm. is a fucking cheat. He's a fucking hack. A liar. Yeah. And I learned that Kit from Knight Rider was extremely racist. <laughs> um, and as a bonus fact, a bonus fact to make up for um, Nick's inadequacies is that I learned that Nick can't count to five because he only named four things that he learned. What? I did all my fingers. You get how I many, count all how my many fingers. fingers you got? I got four. Okay. Yeah. I got four fingers. This is this is like that scene from Bruce Almighty. Okay, fine. Uh, one other thing that I learned is that I <laughs> you, you have a family. You have five fingers. I have five. That the thumb is also a finger, and you count it. Well, the song is "Snap Your Fingers," and you can't really snap your fingers if you what don't use your thumb. What song is "Snap Your Fingers"? Snap your fingers. Do a step. You, you can do it all by yourself. You're Let me see you like do that's it. That's the song. Yeah, it's the only song about snapping your fingers. What song is that? I think it's called Snap Your Fingers. Okay, I I don't know it. I'm uh, not familiar. That was a famous. I'm um, hold up. When and like when it's should I know John. this? Okay, uh, uh, that was, was the, your little John, little John impression. Uh, 
It's called Snap Your Fingers mm-hmm. by, by Lil John. I'm not going to play it because like, we cannot do, the window, do that. Do the wall. Do the sweat <laughs> drops down my balls. Do yeah. All you well, I do like girls. a Richard Cheese oh. version of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was, it was the lounge version of Lil John. Yeah. Whew. Well, you know what? You put it all together and we learned somewhere between 9 to 11 things. We've learned a number of things. Which is, I think, uh, a success. We came in knowing zero things. It, it took us four months to learn everything <laughs> that, <laughs> that we yes. taught. We've been tirelessly prepping for this episode. So, join us next week. Yeah, join us next week. We'll when be prepared our for one week. are... Surprising. I don't want to decide yet. Are no. you, you going to assign topics? Yeah, no, I'm going to do a topic. Okay. So, uh, my topic for next week, and I yeah. wish you would join in on this fun. <laughs> right. But my topic for next week is going to be uh, the Khmer Rouge and Pol Pot's regime. Next week, I will talk about autoerotic asphyxiation and you, the story of Jabba the Hutt and the downfall and demise of Jabba the Hutt. So stay tuned. Stay, uh, don't you don't? I mean, you can you can stay tuned, but or you could just do not move for one week and wait for the next stay, episode of this podcast to come out. Stay there. If you move at all, we're not going to make it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you are willing you, to die for us, while you're staying there, if you also um, want to tweet at us, any ideas, DM us. Any ways that you... Any topics that you think we should cover. Any topics you think we should cover. If you want to tell us that we suck, um, or... If you want to tell us that we suck, please instead direct your tweets at uh, Governor John Kasich. (laughs) What's his handle? I believe it's at John Kasich. So any suggestions uh, in the future for this, um, please tweet at ThinkThePodcast. And any... Oh yeah, comments it is, it is, in negative comments. In fact, his personal account. Tweet at John Kasich. That's with an H. It's at John. John J A H N K A S I C H. And for anything positive and or money, tweet at T H I M K T H E P O D C A S T. And don't move for an entire week. Yes. Otherwise, the the contract that we've all signed is null and void. That <laughs> you, you fairly agreed to by listening to this podcast. Until then, goodbye. Adios. Hasta next week. Donde esta los next week? Ciao. Buongiorno. Arrivederci. Smell you later. Yeah, that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs>